And another thing And another thing Welcome to another episode of And Another Thing, the podcast that continues to set the bar in the world of podcasts. My name is Jody Jenkins. I'm Tony Clement. And we are back at it after respective, well, I guess, vacations. Mine was more of a working vacation. I don't know if yours was an actual vacation. It was an actual vacation, yes. Yes. So you were in Italy, correct? Sicily. Sicily. to be exact, yes, with my with my son Alex and uh, just a father son thing, and we spent six days there and uh, just uh, hiked Mount Etna, that which is a live volcano in the south of the island, and visited uh, Syracuse, which is an ancient city that was founded by the Greeks, and lots of Roman stuff, and you name it, we saw it, baby. And I went to Florida. Yes, and. You know, it feels like we never stopped. We were there for four days and I should have known that the day, or sorry, I should have known that the week would be chaotic when we literally had to sprint to get our flight because we got stuck in the the customs thing there or whatever. And, you know, we, we were asking the women at, um, at Air Canada, you know, uh-huh. like, hey, we're about to miss our flight. Could you get us bumped up? And they literally were ignoring us, literally. They wouldn't even look at us. I have so a bad finally, Canada story too. And finally, we just, the people that were at the front of the line, we went right up to the front of the line and we just said, look, we got to get in front here. Or we're going to miss our flight. And they're like, oh, that's fine. So we hopped in and booked it right to the flight. And literally, as they were saying, like, we're about to close the doors. We, we were going down onto the plane. So, and that just kind of set the tone for the rest of the week. But I, I spent an, on the way back. I spent an extra day in Frankfurt because uh, Air Canada closed the gate too early. Oh, seriously? Oh yeah, yeah. No, they. Uh, Ouch. We got there on. Uh, well, my son, who can sprint faster than I can now, uh, he got there on time and he saw people walking down the gangway, and they still wouldn't let us on the plane. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah they. I think they gave away our seats. They they figured we wouldn't make it. Well, it's interesting because when we were on the tarmac there, whatever, waiting, they actually made an announcement that we were a little bit delayed because, and this is a rule with, um, I don't know, whatever the agency is that takes care of flights and stuff for the overseas, the air, um, that if if someone is checked in and they haven't arrived, then they have to take their bags off the plane. Right. So they were doing that. So people were checked in. And I, w- I don't doubt it because the line was nuts. So there was no question in my mind that there was people waiting in that line to get right. on that plane. And right. so they, they had to do that. But then it was interesting because then they ultimately, I think they did end up letting them on the plane. Oh, geez. So, yeah, this was all at like, we flew out at six in the morning. So it was relative, <laughs> relatively early. We, we were Man. at the airport since like three or four. Or oh, something. that's so painful. That's yeah. Okay. So it I got to tell you one other little story since we're talking. So on the way in, we flew to Rome uh, and then took a connection from Rome to Catania in Sicily. In Sicily, in Rome, you have to go through passport control. So I handed in my passport. The guy the passport control guy who's a police officer flips through takes his stamp stamps right 
and hands me my passport back. And I thought it was kind of funny. I, I thought he was stamping like to the left of my passport, I, I, but I didn't, didn't think anything of it. And uh, when I'm then trying to get on the Air Canada plane on the way back to Canada, I had yeah. to go through German passport control. Okay. And the guy spent five minutes flipping through my passport, looking for the for the incoming stamp, and there was no stamp. The, the Italian guy hadn't stamped my passport. Oh, so he just made it look like he did. Yeah, he made it look like he did. And so the German guy is going, "Where's your Where's your entry stamp?" I said, "I don't know." <laughs> and some Italian guy stamped it. I thought, and uh, for for a while he wouldn't let me in. You know, really? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So always make sure they actually stamp your passport, uh, ladies and gentlemen. The moral of the story: exactly. always stamp your passport. Well, each week this show is brought to you by the great team at Municipal Solutions. Of course, we appreciate the support of John Mutton and his crew from day one being our presenting sponsor. Uh, They're online at municipalsolutions.ca. And Tony, I know that you can expand on the scope of what they do like nobody else does. Let me tell you, they are (laughs) Ontario's leading MZO firm, Jody, and they specialize in development services, project management, Development approvals and permit expediting, uh, planning services, the municipalities is all about the your relationship with the municipality. That includes engineering services, architectural services, even things like minor variances and land severances for all your municipal solutions needs. Go to municipalsolutions.ca, and we Jody continue to be sponsored by uh, the Harris Legacy Reflections on a Transformational Premier. You can go to theharrislegacy.ca or wherever you buy your books. Uh, we are living in Mike Harris's Ontario today, and this book explores that with essay contributors, including David Frum, Jack Mintz, Gord Miller, David Hurley, and more, much more. It's edited by Alistair Campbell. He was on our program a couple of months ago. Go to theharrislegacy.ca to order your book today. Uh, and it was a bestseller, uh, still, still, still selling well. Uh, and finally, our um, terrestrial radio sponsor. Yeah, I'm talking about Hunters Bay Radio, huntersbayradio.com. Every Saturday morning, they have a, a series of podcasts that they replay, including Not Another Thing podcast, so you can listen to it at, the, at huntersbayradio.com or 88.7 FM in Muskoka. Excellent. So the other the other thing I was going to say when I was in Florida, and not that I want to spend a ton of time on this, but I was like totally tuned out from the news world, and um, I had no idea that DeSantis had dropped out. Oh, I had okay. no idea about what was going on, and like all of a sudden, <laughs> the starters at some of these golf courses and the marshals were like they were like giddy with excitement because they're like, you know, there is a definitely a sense in Florida for sure. I did talk to some other people. Um, uh, at this, the the show I was at, the reason I right. was there, but I did talk to some people from the Georgia area and and whatever. And one the common theme again, small sample size, but the common theme for sure that I heard was that um, n- didn't really want to choose between either of them. Right, definitely, definitely were not fans or wanted to support Biden. They thought he should go. 
Um, and we're literally, literally like, kind of like just basically accepting the fact that Trump is going to be president. Yeah. 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 I, we should get, we should get one of our American commentators back on. Let's, uh, I'll make that as a little project uh, to, to try to get their sense of things, but, uh, no, that, that definitely seems to be the consensus Jody. And, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think the, the South Carolina primary is coming up and Nikki Haley's hanging on for dear life right now, but uh, I'm not sure that's going to last for much longer. So, uh, and then uh, Trump will be the presumptive nominee after that. What, what are you, where is, we were, we were talking about this not that long ago. And I remember you saying that you had um, someone you knew that was helping on the Haley campaign. Like, yeah. do you think, where do you think everything, like, I mean, I never, I, I thought since day one, I thought, I just, I see the, I don't want to say star power, but the magnetism that Trump has and what he draws in. And I never questioned it, but like, it's almost like there was a slice of the states that thought maybe, maybe they could take him out. But well, and in uh, New Hampshire, she got 45% of the vote. So Trump got 55, but she got 45, you know, yeah. so that's not insubstantial. Uh, South Carolina is her home state, but uh, all reports are that Trump is way ahead. So uh, I think uh, she'll start to run out of money pretty soon. That's that's the thing that really kills these candidates. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. The taps run dry, and then you're you're toast. So I think that'll happen soon enough in her case, and uh, then we'll uh, we'll have this. Uh, I, I don't even think they're going to ever. I don't think they're going to be having a debate. I, I don't think Biden wants to debate Trump. No, Trump doesn't no, want to be, debate Biden. Well. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's going to be a very weird uh, U.S. election campaign for sure. Yeah, I just I don't see I don't know. I see Trump winning. I don't I don't see him losing this. Well, one. He's ahead in five out of the six swing states. So, yeah, so like, what do you think is gone? Like, what's different, though? Like everyone, you know, was was pissing on him. And then it's like mm-hmm. now it's kind of like a resurgence. I, I just don't understand. But. Well, I think the uh, for some reason Biden is not getting credit for the economy. People in America think the economy is you know bad. Uh, I don't know what your sample said in Florida, uh, and uh, they, so they blame him for high gas prices. They blame him for uh, high cost of uh, living and food and so on. It's the same thing that's hurting Trudeau. Exactly the same thing. The economic fundamentals are seen to be poor. And so it's kind of hard to win when that's the when most people in your country think the country's going in the wrong direction. We choose truth over facts. <laughs> there you go. There we go. Thank you, President Biden. But, but Jody, uh, do do explain a little bit what you were doing in Florida because I think it is interesting, and uh, obviously it has a connection with the uh, endless summer tournament. So why don't you let us in on that? I was I was talking to Santis uh, out of running. That's, well, that's what you do. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything, but you brought it up. No, <laughs> I, uh, I was down there for the PGA, uh, show, which is a huge, um, uh, I, what's the way to put it? It's like business to business. It's not like average golfers that just go in and check out, you know, your golf courses and all that stuff. The PGA show is more of a big consumer, not consumer, like big retail, um, retail show biggest in the world. And it's, you know, it's the type of place where, um, you know, a, a golf course operator would go down and ah. book their clothing that they're buying for the entire season. So right. like all the apparel companies are there, all the equipment, any emerging technology, emerging brands, all that stuff is down there. So it's, it's more of a business to business, 
um, type of entity. And of course, we were down there, uh, myself and, and two of my uh, two of my accomplices uh, were down there having some conversations about uh, my golf event coming up in June, which since we last chatted is just like it's blown up. You know, man. It, it, it's blown up. So for those that don't know, I host a, a Canada's biggest long drive championship called Endless Summer. And I should mention too, I had dinner last week with Zane Smith, who is the vice president of operations for World Long Drive. And he's agreed to come on the show and, and chat oh, a little cool. bit about what World Long Drive is all about. But uh, yeah. that'll be exciting. But just quickly, so my event, Endless Summer, we're going into our eighth year, Canada's biggest long drive championship. And this year, it is an official tour stop on the world long drive schedule, which is a step up from where we were last year. But not only that, it is a major tour stop. It is wow. one of one of it is one of four majors on the world long drive schedule. The other three being Huntington Beach, California, South Carolina, Atlanta, Georgia, and Belleville, Ontario, Canada, of course. Wow. <laughs> so so it's, it's uh now I can't say anything publicly yet but there is another twist to being a major that comes with this that wow. is a absolute huge announcement that we're going to be making soon and I'm, I'm i'm just like floored that this is actually happening and uh, i'm excited to do that and so we're expecting uh 60 60 of the absolute best long drivers in the world now tony you've been to the event before you saw last year we had 37 uh, i think uh, hitters there. Right. I would say, you know, there was a, 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 a large chunk of them were um, the best in the world. We had some individuals that are a little bit lower in the rankings uh, just because of the way the schedule was and the way right. that the, the, the timing of, was of it. We were middle of the week. This year we're on a weekend. But anyway, I say all that because this year, because it's a major tour stop, what comes with it, uh, we will have 60 of the absolute best hitters in the world, men and women, we're going to have over 300 golfers playing in the pro-am. We're going to, we're expecting easily over a thousand spectators. Wow. And it's, uh, you wait till you hear what's coming up for the event. With well, what I, we're about to announce next. It's, uh, it's going to be crazy. I'm it's, looking uh, forward to it. So you were actually promoting the event down in Orlando then that's part of what you were doing. Yeah, I was promoting the event, having meetings with brands and partners. I mean, if you thought hard enough about it, you could probably figure out what the announcement will be. But um, yeah, we were having some good meetings. In fact, it's funny. I was on the plane when I landed in Orlando, a guy, a row in front of me turned around and he was from out West and he's like, are you Jody? He's like, I go, yeah. He goes, I, I've heard, I heard you talking about your event. I'm a long driver from out west. I've heard oh about it in the summer, hoping to get down there this June. So Crazy. I had that. I had that throughout the whole show, and it's kind of cool to hear the feedback and the the buzz that the event's creating. So fantastic! Very man. very excited. So if anyone's interested in uh, playing in the event, you can go to zekeagency.com. I would suggest registering fast because uh, we our spots will fill up very yeah, very soon so they will zekeagency.com and again we'll have zane on here um in the next little while to to talk more about it and, and maybe we'll have him make the official announcement for our next big announcement there's actually two big announcements coming one of them one of them is is well both are very cool so I'm, i won't say that so i'll leave it at that I'll okay leave it at that. well it's uh, sounds very exciting this is mid-june as you may have mentioned so yeah, june 14 15 
Uh, we raise, you know, we're going to be raising a proceeds for a, a local charity as well. And, right. um, we do that every year. So there's a, you know, there's a giving component to it, but you know, it's grown much more than, than that. I mean, it started as a charitable initiative and again, we, that's kind of the DNA of what, where the event started, but now it's just like, now it's just a massive event that people want to, want to be a part of. So we're, uh, we're, we're excited and definitely, it's not definitely not something that I can do just by myself anymore. And last year was, was, was the same. I had some great people on the ground helping me out. And so we're, uh, we're excited, but, uh, but enough about me. What do you think about me? Just joking. Um, <laughs> and you just celebrated a birthday. I did. Yeah. I turned yeah. 63. I don't mind saying. So the years just keep rolling on by, but, uh, I had a little bit of uh, time with some some friends from the disco cruise uh, that we got together had a little bit of a reunion, uh, and I was the excuse for that. And then uh, I had uh, another dinner with my family, so uh, it all worked out well. And I feel I'm feeling good. I'm feeling healthy. I'm, you know, it's 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 knock on wood. Uh, I can count my blessings. And no no discussion on going on another cruise or no we we've booked yeah for next year for what a disco one or a different yeah. one. You know, disco again. You know, the same gang. <laughs> exact same cruise? Ex- exact same same cruise. I think, well, the the, the uh, artists, I think the spinners are headlining it uh, uh, for the for next year uh, rather okay. than KC. Uh, but uh, same same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's going again. Okay. Well, that, uh, that should be a good time. I'm sure you'll enjoy yourselves immensely. They're, they're, they're fun. They're fun folks. They're all from, or most of them are from Muskoka and, you know, it's just a fun thing to do and you don't take it too seriously and, uh, have a little bit of sunshine in, in February. Uh, uh, the cruise departs from Miami and, uh, it's just a little short cruise. It's like five days or something like that, but you, you get a little, a little bit of time away and have some fun with the music. I wanted to say too, I don't, I don't normally make a habit of listening to our show. I just, I just don't, I'm not, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Well, I'll be, I'll be sorry. I don't listen to podcasts at all <laughs> if I'm being completely honest, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I did make I, a habit. I do, of, I do, I do, by the way. I know you do. I know you yeah. do. Um, I did make a habit of, uh, or sorry, I did make a, a point of listening to um, our last one with Steve Pakin. And I got to yeah. say like, is there on like is there anyone in the country or is there I don't know of anyone that knows more about Canadian municipal, federal, and provincial politics than Steve Pakin? Seriously, like well, I think there are people that think they know more. Yeah, but, but like I, genuinely, but like think- that guy, I don't, I don't know of. I'm honestly, I, I like he's he is unbelievable. I listen back to him. I'm like, a, is there anyone he doesn't know? B, are there any inside stories he doesn't know? You know, C, is there anything he doesn't yeah. know about history? <laughs> like, yeah, no, he's uh, he uh, really is uh, an encyclopedia on some of this stuff for sure. We, call, yeah. we, we should call him Pakenpedia or something like that. No, but, what uh, we should call him. I'm sure I'll get an email about this, but I'm and I'm not trying to like pump his tires, but he's he's close to being a national treasure. He's a national treasure. I think he is. Another national treasure on our program. We have so many of those. I feel like, um, oh, what was I watching? I can't remember who it was, if it was a football game or not, but someone, one of the football players, I think it was a football game, one of the football players had this huge chain. You know, he was all iced out 
with his name on this big like blingy <laughs> thing around his neck. And I was just thinking like we should get Steve a great big iced out chain that says National Treasure. There we go. Have him, have him wear that around. I can uh, I can already tell the emails being sent as I say that. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, and we've had other, uh, I should also mention at this portion of our program that some other former guests have been making waves. Uh, Sabrina Maddo, who was a, as a former guest on our program, announced she's running for the nomination in Newmarket, Aurora, uh, for the uh, Conservative Party of Canada. So she's launched her political career, uh, resigned from the National Post, and is now a politician. Uh, Jamil Giovanni has been on our program. Uh, the by-election has been called in Durham riding for March the 4th and he's, so he's running hard there. So, and he's in, he's in Trudeau's crosshairs. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. That was quite interesting. So, uh, yeah, he was mentioned by Trudeau and Trudeau's caucus speech, uh, as a being a twofer. Yes. Um, you know, so, you've made it when. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's good to see some of these folks uh, progressing a little bit and, um, who else? Well, uh, Ben Bankus, uh, he was a guest a long time ago now, but boy, oh boy, he's blowing up. He's now got a U.S. comedy tour that he's doing. Yeah, he's gotten much bigger. I notice he's a, he's a quite often goes on Fox uh, yeah. now and does comedic bits. And he is, uh, he's, I, he's, He's close, if not already there, being too big for us. So, well, and uh, he uh, there is a latest thing I saw on his socials where uh, he kind of alluded to the fact that Ricky Gervais may have stolen one of his bits. <laughs> so oh, there you go. So he had a bit. He had a he had a video of him himself from 2021 uh, about uh, how uh, basically it was about a cultural appropriation bit. I'll just put leave it at that, and then then they had a uh, I guess Ricky Gervais had a Netflix special, okay, Apocalypse or something like that, and it was the same, it was the same punchline everything, and that did was he put them point. side by side so you could see, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, yeah. So that's interesting. It does happen. I mean, it could have yeah independently for sure. been thought of because it's an it's kind of an obvious joke about cultural appropriation. Let's just put it that way. But, um, but uh, who knows, right? Who knows? Well, I was, uh, I always got mad at Carson because I always used to say, we got a really big show, shoe. I know that's, uh, not Carson. See, that's how terrible I am at this. Who, who am I thinking of? The other guy before Carson. <laughs> yeah, before Carson. Sullivan. <laughs> Ed, Ed Sullivan. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I just dated. I don't even know. I wasn't even around when Johnny no. Carson was doing his show probably. No, no. You would have been though, judging on your birthday. <laughs> I remember Johnny. Car- I don't remember Ed Sullivan, but I remember Johnny. We Car- had a really big shoe. Yeah, no, that, that, <laughs> and then who was on with Carson? Uh, Ed McMahon. Ed McMahon. Yes, <laughs> I always remember Phil Hartman on SNL doing the Ed <laughs> McMahon bit. Yes, you are correct, sir. <laughs> like that. It's classic Dana stuff, Car- man. Dana Carvey did the John the Johnny Carson. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> anyway, moving right along. Moving right along. Here we but are. But I digress. I digress. You do, but that's okay. That's okay. So what's coming up for you? Anything exciting? Not much. We have, uh, well, I shouldn't say that. I got a lot. My That golf event is consuming my life. Yeah, it, um, it's pretty well uh, almost a full-time thing for you now, isn't it? It seems that point. way. Yeah. You know, it does, definitely does, um, especially with what's going on. So, yes, that is the big, the big thrust of what I'm doing these days. And 
just trying to keep on top of, uh, uh, you know, current events and political stuff, trying sure. to make sure that this show runs smoothly for our millions and millions of fans. But uh, including how many, what's that? Including Ireland. Including Ireland. We're huge in Ireland. But yeah, I was yeah. going to say, um, speaking of podcasts, because I can always rely on you to send me articles about podcasts, is there still, is it still uh, proliferation of, of shows and are people still doing shows all like more and more every day or is that kind of flatlined? I don't remember what uh, no, you said. No, according to that article, um, the number of new podcasts is declining. Okay. And, uh, and uh, I don't know what it said about the, the listenership, but uh, certainly the big explosion of podcasts may have topped out a little bit. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, which I kind of it makes sense. It's it's now a mature medium, if you want to put yeah. it that way. So it's not going to have exponential growth forever, I wouldn't think. No, it's and I think again, I've said this many, many times. I think the biggest thing with any podcast, it's consistency. It's, it's and a, you look at the majority of the podcasts, even the ones that have been around a while, they they're not they're not. Um, I mean, they're not recording as much as, say, we are. They're definitely not recording as much as, say, Humble and Fred are. Right. Uh, who are daily, who I know you were just on their show recently. But I was. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's you got to be consistent. I mean, we're weekly. That's why, in air quotes, because that's what we try to be. That's what we try to um, do. Sometimes uh, travel gets in the way. We're, we're more tri-monthly. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Um, and even Humble and Fred have taken some time off as, uh, you know, one or both of them go off to Mexico or whatever. Sometimes they've they taken their, time off those sons of, yeah, I know, but they, but, the, or sometimes they bring their equipment and they continue to do it from Florida or Mexico. Nice. But, uh, but recently they've taken a little bit of time off, which I think is fair. You know, you, it, it is, it, it's important to stay fresh. Uh, for your listenership and uh, listen, Humble and Fred have been around for twelve years doing a podcast. So no, I know no can nobody can accuse them of slacking off. No, I again I've said this before. Like again, being a radio guy and you know I graduated from Loyalist College in two thousand one for the radio broadcasting program, and we all wanted to be Humble and Fred. That's what we're. That's what the goal was. Uh, let's, uh, we want a morning show like humble and Fred. They're like legends to exactly. an individual like me. So, um, the fact that, uh, the fact that humble and Fred even know who I am is, uh, is a win in my, in my opinion. For well, me. I was, I was, I was pumping your tires a little bit. Well, on Jared, I went and listened. I went and listened. They oh, had some major technical difficulties that morning. I don't know if you caught that part. Yeah, that's right. That's they right. Did. Yeah. They, they I, do. Yeah. Hey, that's yeah. what happens when you're doing it live, you know? Uh, my my radio show on Hunters Bay Radio is live, and uh, I uh, I didn't start off strong, Jody. Uh, first thirty seconds were dead air, so there you go. Well, they always tell you in radio, and this is a free tip for you: is you, um, and again, I don't. Maybe this is old school thinking, but we were always taught to not draw attention to the fact that there's an issue going on. Right. Like right. Most mo. I think the 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 instinct is to say, oh, we're having major difficulties or, you know, the mic's not working and you don't want to, like we were always taught to not do that. Um, again, I don't know if that's old school thinking and it doesn't no, really I think matter these true. days. But, yeah. Yeah. But, I, I, uh, did, I, I just sort of carried on and uh, the uh, station manager lunged across the soundboard and, and moved the dial up for me so that people yeah. could actually <laughs> hear me going, oh shit, I'm thinking inside my head. But mm. 
uh, I just sort of carried on as per normal, as if nothing had gone wrong. So there you go. You carried on Wayward Son. I did. Well, I didn't play them, but uh, I didn't play Kansas, but I played lots of other good tunes. What was the theme of your most recent show? Travel. Travel. Okay. So let me see. I'm usually pretty good at figuring out some of the songs. Uh, I'm guessing you did Jet Airliner by Steve Miller Band. Nope. Well, when you say travel, like, what do you mean? Like forms or anything to do with travel? Anything to do with travel, like, uh, um, okay, don't, 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 don't. What about, okay. um, something like, um, probably something by the Beatles? Yes. Okay. I don't know which one, but I, I know that you would have played something by the Beatles. Back, back in the USSR. Back in the USSR. How do you play back in the USSR and not play Jet Airliner by Steve Miller? I don't know. I have, must have had a brain. Thing. I didn't. I didn't do jet airliner. That's a good so one. So you. So you. It wasn't forms of travel. It was places. Then places. Mostly places. Not. So then there you did some Sweet form. Home Alabama. I didn't. No, I didn't do that one. I did Life Is a Highway though. Tom Cochran. <laughs> You're so random. I know. You did life. Yeah, you did Tom Cochran to satisfy your CanCon requirements. Yeah, exactly. But I did. I did do an Almond Brothers song. I did Ramblin' Man. Oh, rambling man. Okay, but why? What's that have to do with travel? Because he's rambling around. Uh, he's, he's not staying in one spot. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway, I guess I, I failed miserably at guessing your songs at this one. But the best one, of course, was the Johnny Cash version of I've Been Everywhere. Have you heard that? No, I have not. Oh, he he literally lists 80 places that he's been, including, okay. uh, including uh, I think, Edmonton, and Waterloo, Ontario, and like there's there was some definite Canadian content in there, so that was that was kind of cool. Okay, do you know the parody version of "I've Been Everywhere" or no? There is a, I think uh, there is one, but but they've got a lot of that song has got a, so many different versions, like a New Zealand version, a Texas version, you you name it. There's a different country that has a version of that song. What are you gonna say? Um. I can't remember. They were, I think they were Canadian. I can't remember the name of, of the band or the group or whatever, but they did a, they did a parody song of that. So I'll leave yeah, it. That that was, lots, lots of versions of that song for sure. Yeah. I've been everywhere, man. I've even got my share, man. That's it. You got it. You oh, do know man. the song. Yeah. Yeah. No, of course I know the song. Okay. They were the same guys. This, this parody band I'm thinking of, they were the same guys that sang that uh, rodeo song. Did you know that one? That's 40 below. I got a heater in my truck and I don't give a... You ever yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who was that? Fun. Who was that? I want to say it was like Wayne and Schuster or something. Not Wayne and Schuster no, or something no, like no. that. What was the name of that band? I don't know. Oh, no. It's going to bother me. I got to look this up. Rodeo song. Put, put, put it in the notes. Rodeo song. <laughs> and uh, rate, rate and review us, everybody. This is, <laughs> this is gold here. Below. Oh, here it is right here. No, that's not it. It says Bowser and Blue, but that's not the yeah. ones that. That's I not played, the one I'm thinking of. I played Blue Hawaii, Elvis Presley. Blue Hawaii. Yeah, that's a song. Okay. okay. I don't. Played. Yeah, well, I do. I do know that's a song. I just, I just not a song I really know. I played uh, Margaritaville. That's a good one, isn't it? Yeah, that's a very good one. Wasting away again in Margaritaville. Yeah. I played The Wanderer, Dion. Okay. 60s, you know. Road to Nowhere, Talking Heads. You know, you get the idea. 
Yeah. I gotta figure <laughs> out this band here. Oh, McLean and McLean. That's who oh, it was. Oh, McLean and McLean, of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course, McLean and McLean. Oh, I know them. Yeah. I've been everywhere, man. I've even <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's a good song. Anyway. McLean and McLean. Classic. It is. This is That's gold, good. Jerry. This is gold. Good good Canadian comedy. Doesn't get better than that. Well, if you're still listening. We apologize. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got to give a shout out because this is always, you know, I love to give a shout out to Mike Steff. Guy's yeah. just a legend when it comes to listening to this program. So I thank him. Thanks, Avilo. Mike. Got to give a shout out to Avilo, uh, one of the best woodworkers in uh, the Montreal area. Um, so you can make sure. I don't I don't know if he has a business name yet. He's just starting a new venture. Uh, guy does unbelievable work. So make sure you check him out at some point. Um, I don't know how you'll do that, but if you're in, if you're in Montreal, I'll track down a Vilo for all your That's woodworking it. needs. And, uh, of course a good friend of the show who totally doesn't even return our calls. He ghosts us at every turn now. And that of course is MPP and minister of the environment for Ontario, Mr. David Piccini. Yeah. We love David. Get old David. <laughs> <laughs> wonder how he's doing. I don't have no idea. I feel like I have you. Has he made any announcements lately or anything? Or I'm not sure. I'm going to text him right now. Actually, we should just, I, you know, what we'll do. I'm going to call him on the show here because this is always fun when we do this. Hold on. He probably won't answer, but let's get him to see if we can just get to see if he'll answer his phone here. Okay. Highly unlikely. Harassing government ministers. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, David. There's zero chance he answers. You're not even getting his voicemail. Oh, hold forwarded on. to voicemail. The person you're trying to reach is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up. David, it's uh, Jody Jenkins and Tony Clement from And Another Thing, uh, the podcast that continues to set the bar in the world of podcasts. Not sure if you remember us. Uh, we used to speak prior to you becoming the Minister of the Environment. Um, but yeah, give us a shout sometime. We'd love to catch up. Um, yeah, that's Jody and Tony and Tony and, and Tony from, and another thing. Enjoy the rest of your day, David. There There you go. go. (laughs) I'll get a text or something. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's a show. That's a show. That's what they say. That that's a show that Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. That's a show. <laughs> We've, done it. We've done it again. Thanks to John Mutton and the team at Municipal Solutions. You can find them online at municipalsolutions.ca, presenting this show each and every week. And the HarrisLegacy.ca. Mike, uh, the Harris Legacy Reflections on a Transformational Premier Order, yours today. And thanks again to Hunters Bay Radio for being our terrestrial sponsor. It's funny. Every time you say the Harris legacy line, it's all, I always feel like you're going to say it's Mike Harris's world and we're just living in it. Well, we are. Yeah. We got, how come we can't get him on the show? He doesn't do that. He doesn't do a lot of media at all. Yeah. I, I don't blame him. No. If he, he, probably, he probably wouldn't enjoy being on our show. <laughs> yeah, probably not. It'd be, it'd be, but it would be good. I could totally see him talking for about 10 seconds and then realizing what kind of show he's on and then just hanging up. <laughs> just hanging up. Like what you did that one time to that was a I CBC did. reporter. A CBC reporter in Atlantic Canada. 
Yeah, we need to get audio of that, and is, which is easy to find. And I should play it on the show, and you can walk us through what happened there. <laughs> sure, I'd be happy to. <laughs> I think it'd be awesome. So, all right, Tony, we will do this again in seven days. Yes, sir.